Hello everybody, welcome to episode 17 of the Last Eichelhart Podcast. DJ, spin it! What is up everybody? How is your Friday going? Are you ready for the weekend? Of course, everybody's ready for the weekend. I'm ready for the weekend. But man, we got some things to talk about and dust off. Like uh, a hurricane, Hurricane Laura, and uh, the NBA playoffs were on, and then they were off, and then now they're on again. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll start with the NBA. Uh, we'll just go ahead. Um, and I understand for reasons why the, it was off for a second. I understand it was off. We're not going to dig into that. My biggest thing that I thought was hilarious of the whole thing was is that the WNBA was going to do the exact same thing, but everybody could care less. <laughs> and the WNBA was like, we're not going to play the rest of the season. And then the WNBA was like, we're not going to go the rest of the season either. And then everybody was like, we don't care, WNBA. We only care about the real NBA players. That's all we care about. And it's true. All through social media, Twitter, they're like, the NBA shutting down. It was trending on Twitter. NBA down. NBA playoffs over, question mark. No one cared about the WNBA. It was maybe like glanced in, like even the announcers weren't even excited to talk about it. They were like, in other news, the NBA may be canceling the rest of their playoff season. And the WNBA is going to do the same thing. <laughs> Back to you. But no, I thought that was funny um, about how the coverage of all that. Uh, but no, the NBA is back on. The playoffs are on. I, I don't know what made them go back on. I was kind of confused. I thought they were done. Like, after that whole thing, I mean, I completely understand the reasoning behind it, but at the same time, I'm like, isn't that voiding their contract? Wouldn't that be voiding their contract? Because, I mean, in my opinion, like, they, like, if anybody boycotts or goes on strike, they automatically should be, you know, like, well, okay, we're going to talk about, we'll take out professional sports. Let's just talk about real job. If I decided to, do a strike at my job. Um, I don't think they would pay me for doing a strike. Um, if I chose to do a strike, they could be like, "All right, you can do your strike all you want to, but you're not getting paid." I wonder if they sat down with the NBA players and like, "Okay, you can go the rest of the season or rest of this playoffs and not play, but just know that we can just rip these contracts up, okay? And you will not have a team to play for." <laughs> they were probably all looking at each other like. Well, um, uh, tough decision, but uh, we're going to keep on playing. <laughs> that is what we're going to be doing. All right, boss, what are we going to do? Let's, let's play. We'll play the rest of the playoffs. Let everybody know. I cannot give up my millions. Nope, they're not going to give up their millions just yet. They're going to stay with it, which is completely fine. But no, I don't, can't believe the WNBA is still a thing. Um, they barely had coverage. They're barely even recognized anymore. It's just like, no one cares. And I know I'm not the only one that feels like this because 90% of America feels like this. And I know because social media lets me know what is in the headlines. But no, I'm glad NBA is going to finish their playoffs. I don't know how they're going to do it. Are they going to double up games? Uh, I think there may be a game tonight. I don't know, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what's going to be really happening. But no, Hurricane Laura... Oh no, uh, roommates that I'm with, of course, they're in college. Uh, <laughs> one of my roommates, 
uh, is not having decided that their school was like canceled for the rest of the week. And they made that up yesterday. So they were basically what that means is they weren't going to be in school today. And uh, so he's not in school today. And my other roommate goes to a different college uh, in the same area. And they still had college, even though this supposed hurricane is going to be coming and tearing up everything. Okay. I I live in Arkansas. And that hurricane, it, it was just a storm. Like it just rained like it normally did. And the flooding wasn't even that bad. I've I've seen flooding here way worse than what that piss poor stuff was like. <laughs> and the hurricane, I looked up and uh looked it up and yeah, it did some really bad damage to Louisiana, which makes me beg to differ. Why just block that whole state off or just like, you know, at least half of it? But no, people still keep on going and rebuilding their houses on the same property that they know next year is just going to be torn away and flooded out. And uh, there were supposedly, I think, six killed. I think that's. I think that's. There's only six been six killed that from Hurricane Laura, and it was all in Louisiana. Was it the people that? Of course, it was the people that chose not to evacuate their houses. I think. I mean, it could have been part of it. Like, why would you not evacuate your house? Why? If they tell you to evacuate your house. It would be common sense to just go. Hey, look, I'm gonna go evacuate my house. Okay, I got. House insurance, and that must be out of the roof in New Orleans. Like, your house insurance is probably going to be about the same as you paying for your house mortgage. It's going to be like, wow, I'm going to be paying this much, and it's just going to be as this much as my mortgage. Awesome. But no, um, it's just crazy for, for just to not evacuate at least and just get on a bus and be like, all right, it's this season. We're going to go. And, uh, just at least evacuate. Now, what are you going to do? Stand out in your front yard and be like, you shall not pass. And then the hurricane's going to be like, all right. He told me I shall not pass. Pass. And then what is he going to do? Take out his staff like Moses and just put it into the ground. And it's going to split the hurricane. No. No, you're not. Just evacuate like everybody else. And then come back. And then ruffle through your garbage and try to get pictures that you put on your walls. And you the same picture like you should keep records of what stuff like makes it be like man this picture has made it through four hurricanes and man it still made it through that's awesome i'm gonna keep that stat and you're gonna roll through your garbage to see if everything else is okay <laughs> and then like all of a sudden your dog is off in the distance and he's just running towards you he hasn't seen you in three days and it's like oh sparky yay you've made it what a good boy no, that's just, I would never move to New Orleans or any place like that that's below sea level. Not investing in that property at all. No, you'll find me in the, uh, the uh, more uh, sunny parts. I don't really like rain. That's part of the reason why that was one of the bonus perks of moving from Arkansas at the moment was because of all the rain. I absolutely hated it. it like, I don't mind rain sometimes. But when it's like in the forecast two, three times during the week, you're like, man, I can't do anything. I'm going to sit in the house or I'm just going to go and maybe go eat somewhere and then just be depressed the whole time and just look outside and just this the grayness and whatever. No, I want sunny. I love sun. That's just how it is. But no, the biggest thing that is affecting me from Hurricane Laura is the gas prices. Oh, 
Oh, man, remember that hurricane in Houston? The gas prices went out of this world. Man, dude, that's the only big setback for me. I'm like, oh, God, I got to pay more in gas now. <laughs> but I guess it counteracts. I don't think gas prices should be going up that much because, I mean, remember when gas prices were great at the beginning of Corona? I get to fill my, <laughs> get to fill my whole tank up for less than uh, $15. Let's go. <laughs> now it's like slowly climbing and you're just like, oh, God, by the end of this, it's going to be 40 bucks to fill up my tank. Got to keep it down. But no, that is definitely a uh, setback. <laughs> gas prices. Why cry about it? Just deal with it like the rest of us. Or walk. There you go. Get a bike. Do something. Eat healthier. Be, live a healthier life instead of crying all the time. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, but no. No, no, no. I took the greatest, all-time greatest poop ever this morning. Ever. I took the all-time greatest. It has to be on the chart of greatest poops ever. Honestly. It, it at least on my list for me. I mean, I I have to write it down somewhere. It was just amazing. <laughs> um, yesterday I ate wings. And those are my weakness. I've talked about it on the podcast before. Wings are my absolute weakness, hot wings. And yes, that's part of the problem. I came home yesterday and well, I followed it. Okay, I had a good poop this morning, and it got and it, and what happened was is last night I had the one of the worst ones. So I had one of the worst ones last night, but it followed up with a great one this morning. Which I mean, come on, if you go a full 180 with your poops, I mean that's amazing. <laughs> and if you're not really into this conversation about what I'm about to get into of favorite foods or whatever you know you can just skip through it but i think most of the people can relate on here about how it is have you ever had just like a food or a restaurant that you just love their food there but every time it just tears your stomach up but you can't just leave it because the food is so delicious to you that's me with wings i can't stop eating wings me and my friends would get wings every time every time we hear bogo wings the notification we get the notifications on their phone we get bogo wings on our phone it's just like we're like, oh, hey, what's up, everybody? It's BOGO Wings at Wingstop. Let's go. Or B-dubs, whichever one. But I can't, I can't get boneless. I have this theory. If you're a wing lover out there, I have this theory, and it's just going to be set in there. Boneless tends to, for me at least, boneless it tends to be more of the one that messes my stomach up more than traditional. Traditional, first off, also tastes better, okay? I don't like, especially Buffalo Wild Wings, sometimes they give you like these, if you get boneless, they give you like little nuggets, little chicken nuggets, and they put some sauce on it. If I wanted some chicken nuggets, I would go to McDonald's. Actually, you know what? No, I would not go to McDonald's. I don't like chicken nuggets to begin with, especially at McDonald's. Ever since I saw what that pink stuff was, comes out of the machines and that's supposedly what's inside those Mc, those flavorful mcdonald's <laughs> chicken nuggets remember when that came out and they said that mcdonald's makes their chicken nuggets out of chicken head and chicken feet mm, delicious i guess it's more like calcium makes your nails grow better i mean come on eat more chicken nuggets at mcdonald's but no no i am a traditional wing fan 
always a traditional wing fan, and I'm a diehard. My friends tease me uh, sometimes when I get traditional uh, instead of boneless when it's BOGO wing night because you can't get BOGO wings with traditional, which is already a telltale sign that traditional is going to be hands down way better, like in the long run for you. So I did a little test. I ate traditional wings for a while, and then I ate boneless wings for a while, and my test run ended up solid. Um, traditional wings gave me no problems. Boneless wings is like Russian roulette. Sometimes I would go there, eat, and then come home, be fine. The other nights, it's just like you're clenching the seat of the toilet, almost breaking it in half because of how just bad your stomach is just not taking the food in. And I mean, at that point, I mean, have you ever had such bad uh, such a bad experience on the toilet that you take your all your clothes off. That's me. It, like if I, I come home from Buffalo Wild Wings and my gut is just stirring and I know it's about to be hell when I get on that toilet, I'm taking my shirt off. I'm taking my everything off. About maybe the only thing that I'll leave on is my socks for comfort. <laughs> but no, like the the. Uh, I just can't get over the fact of boneless wings and traditional wings. And if I had to pick one or the other, I'm just probably going to stick with traditional. Unless it's bo- BOGO wing night. If it's BOGO wing night, I'm going to get boneless and just have to play the Russian roulette with it. And deal with it. But it's just, but like I had the best poop though this morning. I did. It was, it was beautiful. It was great. Uh... It was also help for the comfort of the coffee that I make in the mornings. Oh man, I'm a coffee enthusiast. I love my coffee. Um, just fresh as can be. So I French press my coffee. Ooh, isn't Dawson fancy? Yes, I French press. Every time I tell someone that I French press coffee, they automatically think I'm a barista. They're like, "Oh man, so you are a uh, coffee enthusiast." And, I, and I'm not a cop, like a super coffee enthusiast. I'm not like one of those YouTubers that like those people you find on TV shows or YouTube where they're like making coffee and they're just like, you got to just put this perfect amount of coffee in and you pour boiling water over it exactly at 170 degrees. If it's a little bit over or a little bit under, you are not going to get the freshest, crispest taste of coffee. No, I'm not like that at all. I just like French press because I like making it the freshest that can be. I don't drink with creamer anymore. I used to drink with creamer and I just can't drink it anymore because I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I never really liked too much creamer in it, but ever since I got out on my own, creamer's way too expensive. It's like just like a little bottle cost me almost 10 bucks. Uh, no, I will just drink it black. So I started drinking it black. And I was like, well, I'm going to, you know, find different ways to make it black because it, it was not my favorite when I was making it just straight out of the coffee pot. So I looked into other things and French press came up. So I started drinking French press and it's been amazing ever since. Make it every morning. And a bag of coffee beans lasts me a month. People don't believe me, but I have it every morning, but they last me every month. So it's cheaper. Yeah, but it just tastes amazing. And and that was part of the reason why my stool was ex- my stool experience this morning was amazing, great. So I'm glad that I had I I got that off my chest for everybody that's grossed out about talking about 
my experience, but we'll get past that and we'll go into another subject because I'm pretty sure y'all probably already just either done being tuned out of it or y'all are just had enough of my poop talk. But we'll go on into something else of going through people's mail. Yeah, we live in an apartment, uh, me and my two roommates and two friends, and uh, we still get people's mail that is not ours. Like even. Uh, when we order something and it comes in the mail, it still comes in as other people's names, not our names yet. It's kind of weird, but I think I found a new hobby. It's going through other people's mail. It is. It's fun. It's a fun experience because you don't know. It's like a little surprise. Like we got a, uh, we got like a little, I guess you'd call it a little post postcard, uh, as you will, but it had like a bunch of different pictures of the same baby, and it's like basically... I don't know why people send these out, but it's just showing off their new child and they send it off to different people, it, probably in their family, of course. It's like, hey, look, we just have a, we just got had a new baby and here's some pictures. No one wants to see your baby. I don't care. I looked at this and I was like, oh, great. It was like a picture where there was like five on the front and there was like, uh, three on the back, but they were like bigger pictures of different angles. Like you can take so many angles of a baby. Anyways, we got that in there, and uh, we got let's see what else we got in the mail. We got some credit card stuff in the mail, not built, but like credit cards that people signed up for that were previously in the apartment, but they signed up for it. I don't know if you could just take the card off, and uh, you know. <laughs> like call the number and get it running and then just start maxing it out and it gets billed to them, not us. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. I'm not that type of person. But yes, that thought did go through my mind though. But I held it off. I controlled myself. It's not how it is. Yeah, anything else? I don't know. We got a few, we got a box. But no, we try to find these people on Facebook, of course. We don't just go through random people's mail. Uh, no, we try to find who they are, and if we can't, then we open it, and we're like, yay, it's a gift, so I'm waiting for a happy birthday card from a random grandparent that, um, that I'm just gonna open, it's gonna be like a $50 bill or something, it's gonna say happy birthday, Jimmy, even though my name is not Jimmy, but I will be gladly to take that, uh, but we only found, like, one person whose mail just keeps on coming to our house, and they have to (laughs) drive over here, pick up their mail, and then drive back to wherever they live. They need to switch their addresses and stop being too lazy, or we're just never going to call them and contact them again if mail comes over here. That, but no, new hobby, going through people's mail. It's so exciting. It's like a little gift that you never... Like well, this one guy, he ordered some guitar some guitar stuff. We're trying to find him on Facebook uh, still, because there's another thing that we have of his. And, uh, but we decided to open this one because I think we're, we have no luck of finding this guy at all. And it was, I think it was guitar strings that he gets. I think it's a monthly thing, but it came, these guitar strings came with a bag of candy and it came with some saltwater taffy, uh, a f- atomic fireball and a bit of honey. Man, I'm telling you, these people know how to keep a customer. You just like... If companies start doing that, if I ordered a product, like if I ordered like some jeans or some clothes off the internet and it came with a small bag of candy, like a thank you with a bag of candy in it, 
I'm probably going to be sold to that company for the rest of my life. I'm like, oh, they give me a bag of candy? Just, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, but I don't know. Hopefully we find that guy. If we don't, the candy's mine. I already called dibs on it. I, I want that bit of honey. Bit of honey. That's an old candy, I think. Not 100% sure. Not much of a candy enthusiast as much as I am a coffee enthusiast. Uh, but no, I just I can't get over that baby picture though. I can't get over the fact that someone in family members actually send out pictures of their baby and they think that's normal. Is that normal? I I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't want to like for example, if my uh uh uncle and his wife had a kid and they sent out baby pictures in the mail to people and that just bombarded them with it and it came with nothing at least staple like a five dollar bill on the back saying thank you for looking at our kid <laughs> or whatever but like, people do it on facebook all the time post pictures of their babies and oh yay Ooh, i'm like ah, whatever it's gross but sending it through the mail is a totally different experience i would not recommend that to anybody Especially if you're in my family. If you're in my family listening to this, please do not send me pictures of your future child. I do not want them. I will not put them up on my refrigerator. It will be put in my burn pile. That's what it would be. That's exactly what I'm going to do with this. It's going to be a fire starter. Your baby pictures equal my fire starter. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, no, but speaking of guitars, uh, one of my roommates is starting into getting into being a real guitar player. Uh, I walked in uh, through the door one day and I heard, overheard him playing the guitar or, you know, trying to play the guitar. No, he's at the beginner level. I'm not going to give him too much uh, pressure on this one. I'm going to give him a little bit more uh, slack. He is a beginner. But I can't uh, f fathom how expensive these guitars get. I walked into his room and he was playing his guitar and I was like, what's up? And he told me that his guitar was like 300 bucks. And right off the bat, I was like, wow, I mean, I can believe that it can maybe be 300 bucks, but I mean, I thought your guitar couldn't have been over 150. So he told me that guitars could get way more expensive than that. So I looked up on the internet, uh, Guitar Center specifically, to see how expensive these things can get. And let me pull it up real quick. No joke. There is an acoustic guitar right now on Guitar Center that you can go right now and search it in search it right now with just acoustic guitars, click the Guitar Center link, go to price and go to $50,000 and over. Yes, there's one acoustic guitar on there that is sold for $80,000. An $80,000 acoustic guitar. <laughs> what? An $80,000 acoustic guitar, and it basically looks like, like my roommate's, but a little bit bigger. Like, the style of it, I mean, yes, there's some, there's some really beautiful, like, engravings in it, but, like, not $80,000. I mean, hold on. Questions and answers. Oh, there's been reviews. Hold on. I gotta look at the reviews. Reviews. Oh my. Oh. 
Oh, great beginner guitar. And you start uh, an eighty thousand dollar guitar is a great beginner guitar. Bull, get out of here. If you if you have the money, and when you start out guitaring, and you're like, man, what would be a great beginner guitar? Oh, I saw that eighty thousand dollar guitar at Guitar Center. Yeah, that's gonna be a great beginner one. No, get out of here. Um, definitely worth the trouble to buy this. I, I bought two. You bought two? <laughs> okay, some of these reviews have to be completely bull. You bought two $80,000 guitars? Really? I, you must have all the money in the world. Good prop for multiple tasks on guitar. Breaking moving scene. Smashed it. Actually, I smashed it about 10 of them. We had to do 11 takes and we ran out of, we ran out of money. Uh, <laughs> I think some of these are jokes. They have to be. He goes, cons, poor quality requires consistent tuning. Pros, really good for, really good for smashing. Okay. Uh, good for the price. Could be better. Uh, I'm rich. I bought 10 of them and they ended up sucking. Look, here's the thing though. If you buy an 80,000, if I ever thought of ever buying an $80,000 guitar, bottom line, I want to literally touch the guitar and be able to play it beautifully. I want to sound like, uh, like a slash off of Guns N' Roses, or I want to start playing like Buckethead. I, I want to literally slay, I want to be able to immediately slay this guitar. Or at least it needs to come with some magical effects. Like I strum it three times, a genie pops out, gives me, grants me three wishes. Like at least something. Or better yet, I can play, at least give me the illusion that I could be playing terrible, but every girl's panties just drop. They're just like, as soon as they hear my terrible playing it, in their ears, it's just the most beautiful sound they've ever heard. Like that's the only thing that I think an $80,000 guitar is even worth. But no, they can even get more expensive than that. And it, it really comes down to the making of the guitar. I've realized that by going through Google. Because there's, these, uh, there's this guitar that's like $150,000. And it's electric. It's a Gibson. But the thing is, though, is it's made like specially handcrafted uh all handmade, all special wood, all special detail. I mean, it looks beautiful. It's more of a, like an art piece that you put on a wall uh, that you have like some famous guy sign and never play it and never touch it. And then like your people come in your house and they're like, you come in here, here's my special room. And all of a sudden you show them the guitar and they're like, oh, dude, that guitar looks beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, never played it, never will. Mm. So I think a lot of guitars are like that. And I mean, there's a the most expensive guitar is sold for two point seven million dollars, but it was someone that played it. Uh, I forgot what his name was, and I'm not gonna pick the time to do that. But I can't believe that Guitar Center is selling an eighty thousand dollar guitar. I bet it wouldn't even be. Of course, it wouldn't be hanging up on the walls. As soon as you walk in, like, how would you even ask that? You go up to the register and just be like. Is there like some code word that you gotta use? Is you just kind of gotta look to the side, look to the other way, and then, hey, uh, uh, I heard 
a little little birdie told me that you got the uh, $80,000 acoustic. And like, you got to say it really close. He's like, hey, come here, come here. Like, I wonder what, like, little nickname or little co-word that like, you just come in and you're like, hey, I heard you got the... And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's like, oh, you want the $80,000 guitar? And he comes out in the back, brings out this amazing, beautiful guitar, and he lays it down on the counter. Well, he wouldn't lay it down on the counter. He'd probably make you put gloves on, make you go in the back, and then he would unlock one safe, pull that back, unlock another part, pull that back, and then he would have to have another guy. They would have to do two thumbprints and eye scanners at the same time, and finally you'd be able to open it, and then lo and behold, the most beautiful guitar anybody has ever seen in Guitar Center, eighty thousand dollars. It better be it better be one strum like genius. My God. <laughs> but no, I hope my roommate gets better at guitar and he uh I promised him if he got really good and I would uh, invest in that $80,000 guitar with him. I'm just kidding. I did not say that. But you can also finance that guitar if you're interested in buying it. Uh, go to Guitar Center under the acoustics. Easiest way to finance, go to prices. And it's the only acoustic guitar on there that is over $50,000. And you click on that. And you can do, uh, actually, you can pay monthly. It's a small, small monthly price of like $3,300 a month and easy, easy money. Okay, if you just got a, that burning a hole, you got $80,000 burning a hole in your pocket, go pick you up a acoustic guitar, the most expensive goose, <laughs> acoustic guitar at Guitar Center that a man could buy. <laughs> so, oh, no. It. <laughs> but moving on to the fun facts. Fun facts. Uh, did you know that back in the 1950s, they separated the chocolate from the peanut butter and Reese's Puffs? Oh, no, I did not know that, Dawson. Well, it's, it's not true. But I had you there for a second. Y'all probably like, what? Back in the 1950s, they actually did that? No, the Reese's Puffs came out in 1994, but a lot of people don't look that up, which... I can say that, say that and make that fact, and a lot of people will look at me. I've actually genuinely said that, and people were like, wow, really? And then I made up this whole big old story about how, how the, they were separated from chocolate and peanut butter, and they came together, uh, they came together to do this big old desegregation th- uh, thing, and they called them Reese's Puffs, and their minds exploded. They're like, are you kidding me? I was like, yeah, it was a, it was a race-binding cereal. Back in the 1950s. No, it, it was a ama- <laughs> I can't believe people fell for that, but uh, I, I said that it's peanut butter and the chocolate. They were separated in 1950s. They were known as racist puffs. And then uh, a little bit later on, when the desegregation laws came in, they formed together as a brand to call them racist puffs. But before then, the jingle went a little bit like... Uh, I don't know, what would the jingle would have been like for racist puffs if they did separate the peanut butter from the chocolate? Would it just be like, the same cereal company, but they just make chocolate separated, <laughs> white separated. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be funny. And then like they have racist puffs, racist puffs, peanut butter, chocolate, always separate. And when they combine, they always make it hectic, make it hectic. Uh, R-A-I-C-S-T. Is that how you spell racist? R A 
I S C. Oh, I don't know, but you know, racist pubs, racist pubs. Uh, peanut butter chocolate segregation. <laughs> that would be awful. But that would have been like the best desegregation campaign ever if racist puffs came together and formed Reese's puffs from peanut butter and chocolate and they came together for the first time and brought everybody together happy and joyful. I would have backed that up, but now that that did not come out, I'm sorry that y'all fell for that fun fact that was turns out not to be a fun fact. Um but uh Feel free to spread that around, though. Next time for a social experiment, go up to a random person or just a friend and just go, hey, did you know back in the 1950s they separated the peanut butter from the chocolate in Reese's Puffs, and they're formerly known as Reese's Puffs? And then they sooner or later than the desegregation, they combined them together and made Reese's Puffs. Everybody would be like, what? Nine times out of ten, I bet you they will go crazy. They'd be like, I did not know that. Start spreading that around. <laughs> that would be hilarious it'd be iconic iconic mm. news article time everybody knows what news article is if you've been listening to this podcast every tuesday and every friday but if you are a new listener as always this segment is where i dust off a news article that people don't usually talk about or it's never really in the news and like there's a lot of awful things that are in the news but i dust off something nice not something that's in the news but it's kind of in the background and i expose it here on the last i go heart podcast so everybody can get a glimpse of what other news is out there other than just the crap news that's already promoted is out there so the news article that i have for you today is uh let me pull it up real quick why did i not have a okay here we go Man cuts off ears and keeps them in a jar after paying 6,000 euros to make head look like a skull. And... (laughs) Okay, I'm going to read that again. Just just so y'all can, you know, if y'all weren't paying attention. Okay. Man cuts off ears and keeps them in a jar after paying 6,000 euros to make his head look like a skull. I don't know if y'all have ever seen... Oh my... (laughs) Dude, I died laughing when I first saw this picture of this guy without ears. I don't know if y'all have ever seen a picture of a of a human without ears, but it's the funniest looking thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god. Okay, his face, he has tattoos on his face to make it look like a skull. Okay. It, oh my, what's that on the top of his head? Okay, he's got like a little metal point sticking out of the top of his head. He's bald, of course. He has those like little, you know, those little ball things that you put on the skin uh, under your uh, under your head to make you look like you have horns or whatever. Oh, and he has piercings, of course, everywhere. I mean, <laughs> that should be a new trend. That should be a new trend. I'm gonna make that a new trend on uh, social media. Uh, photoshopping people's ears off uh, <laughs> in pictures and then posting it. That that would be hilarious. But no, he got his ears cut off because he wants to look more like a skull. And he now keeps his ears in a jar. Um, probably so whenever whenever people come over, he can take one of his ears out and goes, Huh, what'd you say? Can you repeat that again? Can you say that in this ear? I don't have my ears attached to my head anymore because I make terrible life decisions and choices. What'd you say? No. <laughs> he, that is the dumbest 
<laughs> I laughed at this picture though for a while. I haven't showed any of uh, my family or friends yet, but I'm definitely gonna have to put this in a group chat and uh, send it. Oh, ew! <laughs> you scroll down a little bit more, and you can see the process of his ear getting cut off. Oh, he used to have gauges too. Oh man. So if you have gauges, your next step after gauges, after you can't stretch your earlobes any longer, is just cutting your full ear off, I think. I think it goes. I think it goes earrings, and then you get into gauges. Well, no, no, no. First off, you get earrings. Then you get a tattoo. And when a tattoo's not enough, you get gauges. And then when gauges just get too big and you just can't stretch your earlobe long enough anymore, you immediately go to tattoos on the face. And then you cut your ear off. Like so, this guy's at like the final stage. I think the next thing is is he's gonna do like a weird nodes job to make him look like Voldemort, and that'll make him officially look like a skull. <laughs> no man, do not. Oh man, I love the before and after pictures. Like this is like, yes, he had a Facebook profile picture of. Uh, I don't think he's married anymore. He can't be married anymore. Or he may be married. Who knows? No, man. He actually looked like a decent human being. He looked like one of those, like, rock star guys. That was like, he started a band in his garage, but it never went anywhere. Kind of thing. And after his band didn't go anywhere, he decided to make his whole body look like a skull. And that's what makes him happy in life. So... If that's what makes you happy in life, go ahead, man. Cut your ears off. Make yourself look like a skull. Uh, don't get hired anywhere. You can't get hired anywhere besides probably being a tattoo artist. Other than that, I don't know any many jobs. Maybe they'll hire you at Amazon packing up random stuff and just shipping it off. I don't know. I don't think he could be a UPS driver. If I, if that guy was my UPS driver and he delivered a package to me and he had no ears and he looked like a skull, woo, I would give him a five-star review and I would make him deliver my packages. Actually, I want this guy to be my Uber, Uber driver. He would be the talk of the century. They'd be like, Doss, you have a personal Uber driver? I'm like, yeah, he has no ears. He cut him off. He looks like a skull. He'll beat anybody up. Like, the no ears thing is kind of like, oh, what happened? Did you have, like, some, like, disease that you had to cut your ears off or something? No, 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 I didn't, I didn't have any disease. I uh, chose to cut them off by myself. They were completely normal. Uh, they were completely fine, but I chose to cut them off because I wanted to look more like a skull. And they're like, oh, I respect that life decision. <laughs> oh, God, this guy, but... I want to start that trend, though. I want to take celebrities' faces or other people's faces, and I just want to, you know, Photoshop their ears off and see what their ears look like because this dude looks hilarious. Please, God, do not. If you're listening to this podcast and you have your ears cut off, please don't come to my house. Please don't come to my apartment and beat me up for saying that. I didn't mean it. But no, seriously though, if you made that life decision, you should you should know what comes along with that. And uh, he, this dude, <laughs> oh man, he that's beautiful. He looks like the head of a penis. That's what he looks like. It's beautiful with tattoos. A head of a penis with a tattoos that look like a skull. That, that, that is what you want to look like, folks. Oh, there's a video that you can play, but no. 
if you are out there and you have any abnormal piercings or if you have any like crazy uh, body modifications that you do to yourself, um, please, please stop at a certain point because I think there's a certain point where it just gets to the other side. Like if you start tattooing your eyeballs, um, especially if you have brown eyes to begin with, uh, just be prepared for people to be freaked out. Um, like I saw a picture of little Wayne and then his son was right next to him. And you would not think that they're related at all. Like Lil Wayne's got these tattoos all over him, these lip piercings, everything. And I have nothing against that. I mean, I have a tattoo of my own, but it's just one. I love how, real quick, I love how people say, when you get one tattoo, you just can't get, one's just not enough. You go from one tattoo to a sleeve. No, that's not true at all. I think you can hold yourself. I never got this tattoo and was like, Dude, I have an itch for another one. <laughs> I that's not me, uh, and that's not for everybody. But if you for some reason get something on your body and you get addicted to it, I don't know. There's something something up with your head that's different than mine, <laughs> of course. But no, I saw this picture of Little Wayne and his kid, and his kid was like dressed all like nice, fancy. He looked like he went to a private school. And he had no piercings, no nothing. Just like, looks like a, you know, a great kid that went to a great public school or private school. Just like, he he looked like he went to like a Catholic all-boys school. And then there's Lil Wayne, tattoos all over his face, piercings, like crazy look. And you would have not thought that was Lil Wayne's son. For example, I probably would have, I saw that picture and I was like, if Lil Wayne was not who he was and you take his fame away, I'd be like, please, who sat that nice, innocent kid against that f- ne- right next to that awfully looking man? I wouldn't have been like that, but I know a lot of people would have been. <laughs> if Lil Wayne is not Lil Wayne and he was just regular dude and that's the regular dude that he looked like, just <laughs> he didn't have his title. Everybody would be like, get that kid away from him. We need to get DHSN involved right now. Do you see who that kid's father is? He's too nice for him. <laughs> I mean, dude, what? That would be a nice experiment. What happens if that that skull dude with the tattoos and the no ears? What happens, what happens if he had the label like Lil Wayne? If he was just as famous? Would everybody be cutting their ears off? I want to be like that cut off ear guy. He's famous, I want to do it too. Because if Post Malone wasn't famous and he had all those tattoos, people will not be looking at him really well. They'll be like, ew. But now since it's Post Malone, everybody's like, have you seen pictures of Post Malone lately? He is so hot. Why? Because he has millions in his back pocket? He has a lot of money behind him? Of course he looks great. But then if you look at all these other celebrities... That look absolutely awful. I I feel like it's a cele- if a celebrity, their dressing style gets progressively worse as they get richer. Like they'll look normal, and then all of a sudden, as they get richer, they're like, "Oh my gosh, have you? S- I have never seen a trash bag. Like, can I just put this trash bag on? I'm gonna rock this trash bag, and I'm gonna wear some, you know." I don't know. I'm not going to wear shoes today. I'm just going to put a pinky toe ring on and just walk outside and call high fashion. It's high fashion. You put a trash. Ba- I bet you we can make a tr- black, just a regular black trash bag 
and then put the Gucci logo or the Louis Vuitton logo on it. And that trash bag, you would have to buy to wear like at least six grand. And you're like, I'm wearing a $6,000 trash bag. Awesome. Yeah. It's always scented too. Awesome. <laughs> oh man, but celebrities. Uh, let's wrap up this podcast. Anyways, thank you for listening to Friday's podcast. The Friday podcast of the last I Go Heart podcast, episode 17. Thank you for listening. And uh, the, there will be my social medias. If you want to follow me, are all in the description. My email is even in the description too. If you want to email me, email me a video. Email me what's on your mind. As always, email me anything. Uh, and you may be on the podcast. Who knows? I may look at your video and may talk about it at the beginning if you're interested. Uh, But thank you for listening again, and I will see y'all next Tuesday.